the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Good day. It's seminar day, which means I do about six to eight of these a year. It's kind of a crazy day. Lots of planning comes to fruition. Retirement income strategies and estate planning, plus the first bonus session. Dun, dun, dun. Ever. What's a bonus session? Bonus session is retirement tips for self-employed and contract professionals. There's not enough content there to do three hours. So that's a one-hour event, but the big event is from 11, uh, nine, 11 to 1, excuse me, 11 to 1. I'm confused in my head. I had way too much cough syrup last night. Uh, today, from 11 to 1, Doubletree by Hilton Hotel, San Francisco Airport in Berlin game. You can come as you are. Uh, from 11 to 1, lunch is going to be served. Uh, you can sign up at Rob Black Show, Rob Black Show. It's all about transitioning your portfolio. It's about the types of management that are out there in retirement, Social Security changes, good and bad retirement plans. The one thing I really don't want you to do is mess up your retirement. You can mess up your kids. You can mess up your saving for retirement. You can mess up so much. Just don't mess up your retirement um, because you don't have time to recover. State planning tips for 2017 and beyond with Michelle Lerman. That bonus session is retirement tips for self-employed and contract professionals. You can find out more by going to robblackshow.com and signing up uh, there. Use the code RADIO25. Someone emailed me yesterday and said, "Radio code, uh, the code RADIO50 doesn't work. I'm like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. It's RADIO25. If you can't figure it out, then I assume you shouldn't go because <laughs> so, life is going to be tough on you. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton, Mr. Burton. How are you? Doing well. How about you? I'm okay. Um, let's talk a little about the event today. Are you ready for it? Or are you still typing away furiously? I um, love that you know the, the events on uh, retirement tips for the self-employed. We're going to talk about options for setting up retirement plans. Um, yes. You know, LLCs versus S-Corps, things like that. So... And I'm trying to actually keep it in less than an hour, so still writing out that outline, you know, still learning about it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm ready to go. 
I'm looking forward five to it. Five minutes. Like, what's that? Okay. No, no, no. Keep going. Uh, no, it's, um, like you said, it's not uh, a full event. I mean, we're going to have an hour and a half of really good in- info on retirement income strategies. And it's midday, so to keep people much longer than that, it's uh, it's going to be bullet point, really good info, um, give you a lot of ideas to think about if you are a self-employed individual. Perfect. I'm with you on all that. Um, let's talk a little bit more about, uh, you know, as far as it, my friend Mark, who works with me on TV, he is a TV guy, so he's got the union, he's got, you know, good-looking salary, he's got that. But his wife is a, an agent, um, so she represents other TV personalities and such. Um, her retirement plan is way better than his because she's a contract employee. She's self-employed, so to speak. And she's actually thinking about moving to Arizona, setting up her business there and leaving California because it might be a lot more money for her. What are some thoughts on, on kind of like relationships and one person getting the great benefits and the great uh, pension, the other person taking some of the more chances? Well, I mean, that's why it's so key that you actually have a team that you're working with when you're becoming self-employed or when you are self-employed because we see that all the time. Um, we see a situation where one spouse is covered fully on benefits, which frees the other spouse up to do some work as a self-employed individual because, remember, if you're working for somebody, you pay, um, there, there's the, the, the FICA tax and the Medicare tax. Essentially, it adds up to 15.3%. Um, plus some of you earn over a certain amount, but let's just say 15.3%. Now, when you're working for somebody, the employer pays half and you pay half. But when you're self-employed, you pay both halves and you don't have any benefits. So a lot of times to make sure that you're actually just breaking even with benefits, um, like health insurance, maybe some little bit of life insurance, some disability insurance, things like that, as a self-employed individual, you often have to make about 30% more than when you are working for somebody to cover all of those benefits and excess taxes. So that's one thing to consider. And then the next thing to consider is how do you set up your entity because what's your main goal? Is it to pay the least amount of taxes possible to have more household income? Or maybe you have a partner or spouse that is making plenty of income and your main focus is to create an entity that allows you to put away as much as you possibly can pre-tax for retirement. Um, so there's different ways to do it, and you really kind of have to model it and look at your overall financial plan versus most people that just go out and start an L Corp or an LLC and do it blindly, and all of a sudden they've increased their costs. Sounds good. I'm with you. Um, what are some of the issues self-employed people should consider before incorporating? Well, you can, if you do it the right way and you take a fair wage and then... So if you have a certain amount of income and you take yes. part of that income as a fair wage and the other part is a distribution, you can decrease the amount of self-employment tax or FICA that you pay. Uh, but you can also increase your costs by having a new tax return, an $800 California franchise you know, fee for having an LLC, and more trouble in terms of the way you do your accounting and also the way you fund retirement plans. There's more work involved um, in setting that up. If you have an individual 401k as a sole proprietor and all of a sudden you switch to an S-corp, you have to create a payroll system. 
um, in order to just get the same amount put away. So it can, you know, save some taxes, but can also create some more headaches and issues. So we have to just carefully consider it, because a lot of times people do a whole bunch of work and create a whole bunch of headache without much tax savings at all. Okay. So big event is today. You will be there. I will be there. Michelle Lerman will be there. You're going to bring two, three, four certified financial planners with you. So if you have questions, it's a good thing to sign up for. It's Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning plus bonus session today. Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning is from 11 to 1. Starting lunch somewhere near 11, so get there probably 10, 15 minutes early, maybe 20 minutes early. Um, and then retirement tips for self-employed from one to whenever it kind of loses steam. Bring questions, bring thoughts, bring ideas. And uh, don't be shy because there's going to be a ton of certified financial planners there. People can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Um, final couple questions for you. Final question is, what are some of the bullet points for people considering going self-employed? Um, well, again, the... The benefits that you're benefits. getting yeah. right now, uh, you're going to have to buy those all on your own. So, again, you have to make sometimes 30% more just to break even. Um, a lot okay. of people just say, I want to be my own boss, and then they end up with two jobs, the boss job and the employer job, because they don't really create any kind of a you know entity or, or an enterprise. So if you get to the point where you do start a business, it can be really, really great, but what we end up dealing with later in life when the self-employed want to retire or sell their business. The main focus ends up being creating a clone that can actually do your job so that you can step away from the business. It still runs itself. And then you actually have something to sell and add into your retirement accounts and, and your, your funds that will last for the day you die. It's good. It's good. Come meet CFP Chad Burton today, Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning Double Tree by Hilton Hotel at the San Francisco Airport location. It's in Burlingame, technically. Registration is $25. Lunch is served today at 11. Um, you can use code RADIO25 to get in for free. Go to newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com to sign up. Rob Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Um, someone recently asked me to talk slower. He's like, that old guy on KGO and that old guy on 910 both talk slow. You're darn tootin'. So in honor of him, I'm going to do a segment just for him. Here is why the U.S. housing market could laugh in the face of higher interest rates. I like the way you say that. Some banks have expressed a bearish viewpoint on home builders. 
for instance, Barclays has cut ratings on home builder stocks, Lennar, Pulte Group, and TriPoint Group to equal weight from overweight. My mama said life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Can I tell you something real quick? Of course I'm not going to talk like that for the whole friggin' friggin' segment. Um, that's the worst movie I've ever seen. I know a lot of people are like, I really like that movie because it had Tom Hanks in it. Tom Hanks is one of the worst actors of our time, and we've just fallen for it because he can play a slow guy pretty well. It's a okay. raw black attack. Black. Black. Thank you very much. Um, so, I'm not a big fan. So, not a big fan of Dustin Hoffman, who, man, I met him on vacation in Mexico once. All I'm going to tell you, his daughter, his daughter was smoking. His daughter, ha- she was smoking. Little Mexican resort. Playa del Carmen. Little smoke bar. Hi, I'm Rob. She goes, hi, I'm Dustin Hoffman's daughter. I'm like, you're smoking hot. Do you want a drink? The end. I'm not going to tell you how it ends. You actually have to come to the seminar today to find out how it ends. The retirement income and strategies in estate planning plus bonus session day in Burlingame, July 13th. I will tell you how the Dustin Hoffman story, Dustin Hoffman's daughter story ends if you want. Let's just say, let's just say, it's all that in a bucket of chicken. I know, right? So retirement income strategies today in Burlingame from 11 to 1. Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Lunch is going to be served, Doubletree by Hilton Hotel, San Francisco Airport. It's in Burlingame. It's in Burlingame. So much confusion there. So much confusion. You can sign up at the uh, website, Rob Black Show, Rob Black Show, and use the code RADIO25 to get in El Free, which, if my Spanish is correct, or if my Mexican, my Playa del Carmen's Mexican is correct... It's El Frio, which is like El Tri, but a little bit different. Mexico plays today. Mexico's soccer coach, man, he is a mess. Success or failure starts at the top, and what he does that's a mess is he changes his lineup every game. He changes his lineup mid-game. If he could do 25 subs a game, he'd do 25 subs, even though there's not 25 players. But he changes his, his roster every game. And... You know, if you ever see like a, a, t- a club team like a Real Madrid or Barcelona, they're so good because they're the same team and they practice together all year. And one of the things I'm going to you know tie this to investing is you should learn how to you know have a team approach and or or a consistency approach in investing. It doesn't help to go. I need an IPO. I need an IPO because I missed that one. What was that one called? Uh, Facebook? And then you're like, Twitter. Twitter could be the next Facebook. And then you're like, no, 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 I hate IPOs. And then next thing you know, you're like, I love IPOs. And then you're like, I want a good, solid American company like a Visa. And then Visa buys a European Visa. And you're like, whoa, do I still like it or not? You have, consistency wins all battles. I think consistency wins all battles in relationships. I think consistency wins all battles in investing. 
uh, in retirement issue and planning. Uh, if you've ever talked to an attorney, and attorney Michelle Lerman will be at the event today, um, they're pretty consistent. So they're not like drunken sailors. Which, for the record, if I can get a co-host to be a... a if, if anyone knows a sailor who's drunk, I would like him to be my co-host one day. Oh, no, we've run, a, we've run aground. I'll drink to that. <gasps> Flipper, you need to go to the authorities. Go get the Coast Guard to help us. Flipper, watch out. That's a dolphin net. Don't get caught in that. Stupid Flipper, they're going to make tuna out of you now. Mr. T's there to save Flipper. Mr. T? What are you talking about, fool? <laughs> I knew you were there. But at the last second, Mr. T's helping Flipper out of the, the net, and Flipper and, and Mr. T get entangled in the net even further. No way, fool. And then, good God, out of nowhere, Chewbacca comes to save them all. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Chewbacca's hair is weighing him down in the ocean, and he's stuck in the net, too? Who do we call? Let's call... Let's call Skillet Face Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker's there, and she uses her horsey face to pull everyone out of the water. The end. So there's a big event today. <laughs> there's a big event today. Retirement income strategies, estate planning, plus a bonus session in Burlingame, California. Um, you can sign up for the event at Rob Black Show. It's robblackshow.com. I know, I know. That segment just went into the Radio Hall of Fame. Strange, right? Thank you. So the outlook for housing right now is kind of interesting because interest rates should be rising because the Fed said interest rates should be rising. And therefore, that's true. So companies like Lennar, Pulte, and TriPoint uh, have been downgraded uh, from overweight to equal weight. Toll Brothers has been downgraded from equal weight to underweight. I like Toll Brothers and Pulte a lot out of that group, and even Lennar. Um, There's downside, of course, always in home builders. But how many home builders can you name? If I had an eight-fingered hand, I could name on one hand all the home builders that I can think of. But you know, the key driver for me on, on housing isn't interest rates. It's jobs. And jobs are A-OK. Housing demand should continue as long as job growth is there. Since mortgage rates have been changed little since December 2015, the real risk factors you know, that hold back the sales of homes... Um, is affordability, and that's the big issue So to me. So if mortgage rates rise in the future, they're not likely to affect home buying nationally since the mortgage break-even rate or where the cost should be is somewhere versus renting is somewhere close to 8%. So I, I, I think mortgages are, are pretty, pretty attractive right now, and jobs are pretty attractive right now. I'm Roberto Negro. Senior, Senior Roberto Negro. You can find me at Rob Black Show, Rob Black Show. Come out today. 11 to 1 in Merlin game. More information at robblackshow.com. Use the code radio25 to get in El Frio. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. 
come to pass. Holy shnikes! Target had a good number. Their upbeat forecast drove retail stocks higher. I would rather get a molar taken out than go to a Target. I just don't like the experience. I don't like the experience. I don't like the parking. I don't like the inventory. Thank you, Amazon Prime. Thank you for saving me from going to Target. The retailer said second quarter comparable sales will be positive and also raised its quarterly guidance above the high end of its prior range, i.e. Amazon is not killing me. CEO Brian Cornell, not Chris Cornell's brother, but Brian Cornell, said store traffic is improving and the retailer is doing well in the face of a competitive environment. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, poke, poke, Amazon. Right? That's what he's trying to say. Uh, Barclays downgraded Seagate Technologies, who makes hard disk drives to underweight from equal weight, cutting its price target. They think Seagate has likely cut as much out of their operation as possible and may time to be shifting towards Western Digital. Snap was upgraded to buy from hold at Stifle, Stifle, Stifle with a $22 price target. Stifle notes the recent sell-off in Snap shares along with a better-than-near-term risks to reward revenues may be overstated, of which, for the record, Mark Zuckerberg's laughing right now. He's like, I almost bought you guys, and now I'm going to kill you and crush you. <laughs> I'm Mark Zuckerberg. That's my new impression of the day. It's the Mark Zuckerberg impression. What do you think, guys? Is it good? Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to crush you. <laughs> Man, the crowd really liked that one. Thank you. I appreciate that. New York is offering some college for free. New York became the first state in the U.S. to offer its residents tuition-free attendance at public four-year colleges and universities and community colleges through Excelsior Scholarship Programs. California, New York City, and the whole state of New York. But California state lawmakers introduced the $1.5 billion degrees not debt scholarship in the spring to help students struggling with student debt. Um, so, you know how there's those wackos like Bernie Sanders <laughs> who, who want to make the college free? States are following them. There's four other states, um, uh, Minnesota, Oregon, Kentucky, and Arkansas. Now, quick quiz for you. Out of those four states, which two states have the least amount of teeth? Little Jeopardy, please. Minnesota, Oregon, Kentucky, or Arkansas? Which two states have the fewest amounts of teeth? We're going to need an answer. San Francisco is the first city in the United States to offer free community college to all students regardless of financial need. The answer, Alex, the states with the least amount of teeth, Kentucky, number two, and Arkansas, number one. Bring in. Woohoo, we win, we win, we win. I'm a dirty winner. What's that mean? Let's bring in Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. Mortgage rates are on the move. Let's see what he has to say about that. Joining me now, Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's what you know. it comes down to is don't buy a house unless you have a great job. Don't go on a $10,000 vacation on credit unless you have a great job. Yeah, this is it's, it's intimidating to look at a $1 million uh, property and and the only way you can afford it is with a dual income 
you know, and that increases your chances that maybe one of you will lose your job or have a decrease in income or you have to change jobs with lower income. Um, it's a little scary. Or you have a child and then, you know, you decide that, you know, the way you want to raise your child is for that, you know, the mother to uh, be a stay-at-home mom. And, and that's half an income. Um a lot of people are, we're, I think we're in a teetering area. It, it could go flat for a while. It could go down a little bit. I really don't think we're going to see the kind of crash that we saw in 2007. Um, it, now, I, why do you say just, that? Too many people that bought or refinanced over the last five, six, seven years during Dodd-Frank's tightening, tightening uh, guidelines, um, they've qualified. Uh, we don't have the fear of people bailing on their house because they can't afford it because a lot of people qualified. The only thing I fear is a uh, layoffs. That's the first thing I fear. I don't think higher interest rates are going to affect home prices until they reach over 5%. Um, yet home prices uh, have really gone up enough where maybe that's four and a half now. Uh, you know, the Bay Area has a good income. Uh, the med- if you have a dual income, the median home price in San Mateo, for example, is already peaked out. So that's one area where I would be a little cautious on speculation on appreciation. But the East Bay has a lot more room to grow as far as the median income with 20% down. It can still qualify for a much higher mortgage, I'm sorry, purchase price than are the median home price in the East Bay. So there's some areas that can continue to grow. And there's others that have already peaked out. So I, uh, I just don't see enough negatives to say that there can be a downturn. Yet we still hear people saying, well, I want to wait to buy a house before, you know, uh, I want to wait till the home prices go down before I buy. Uh, I think we're seeing more of that, though. I'd rather see, see when you say that to me, I'm shocked by how many people are just financially not ready for big things like retirement, like buying a house. If you ask someone, like, they want to buy a house, you go, do you know your income and do you know your budget? And they look at you like you've got a monkey on your back or a monkey on your head or maybe, I don't know, uh, a Hitler mustache. <laughs> I don't know. What, what you, and people don't know their own budgets. And that's to me, is kind of scary. They don't know their own current income. Um, there was a stat, Rob, by Zillow yep. that said that 86% of renters today cannot buy because they don't have enough income or they have too low of a credit score. Um, if you're already struggling to save money, you have low credit score, you're, you're iffy on your income, a lot of people, a lot of these people are going to, they're going to sit on the fence a little bit longer. Um, Before buying a home, I think you should you know, learn whether or not you're handy. Um, one of the first things my dad bought me when I got out of college was a tool toolkit. He wanted me to have a hammer. He wanted me to have a wrench. He wanted me to have uh, sprockets and things along those lines. And Because um, when you own a home, you need to have that basic ability to be able to fix things. And it is expensive. Uh, you were talking about some of the hidden costs in owning a home. Um, I think the biggest one is maintenance and upkeep. Uh, you, you forget things like appliances and that you may have to replace windows. Um, you know, when you're buying a property that's at the, uh, you know, near a top of a market, near a peak, uh, and you can't really expect more appreciation come and borrow that money from the house, you're going to have to come out of, out of your pocket. And that translates into a monthly payment. You know, if you qualified for $3,000 mortgage and you're tapping out your debt ratio, uh, you still might have another four or $500 a month in, just housing expenses. It could be everything from utilities to maintenance to the gas that you use to cut your grass, uh, the weed whacker, and the 
you know, maybe you don't have enough time to do that and you have to pay somebody to do it. Um, so uh, buying a, you know, it's funny too that these, these, the extra costs of owning a house are not included in your debt ratio, which is funny. You can buy a house with your gross income, not your net income, but your gross income at up to 45% of your income, gross income, and they still don't factor in all of the other um, maintenance maintenance costs and utility costs and appliance costs and everything else that goes along with it. There's some terms. Furniture. That, there's some terms that people should know before buying a house. And how many people do you think know the term earnest money? Everybody who bought a house. And I'll tell you, I'll, 90% of people don't know what it means. So earnest money is a way to show a seller that you're serious about wanting to buy their property. Before you get into a contract, you kind of want to show them who you really are, a deposit, a set amount of money in escrow uh, with your offer. How many people do you know, think know what – how many homeowners, first-time homeowners, know what the word escrow means? I, know, I, I didn't learn it in high school. And if I did it, it went right through me. They they find out very quickly, but yeah, that's where your earnest money deposit goes to, um, but not a lot. And even terms like private mortgage insurance, confusing. Why not, I, just, call it, dis- why not just call it mortgage insurance? I'm going to disagree with you a little bit on the statement you made earlier about how 20% is you're losing purchasing power. You are, but you're also getting a rate of return on that investment because you're eliminating mortgage insurance or a higher rate. So let's say you you buy a $600,000 house with 10% down, you know, you have a $540,000 mortgage. You could easily spend $500, $400 a month in mortgage insurance. If you put an extra 10% down, it saves you $400 a month. So if you put another $60,000 down, you're getting a $4,800 return on that $60,000. That's almost 8%. So you're getting 8% return of put it plus your payments lower because you put another $60,000 down. So there is a all I'm saying I, I know we're you, not we're not disagreeing because you know, I'm not going to let you disagree with me on this one. I'm saying that anytime you have money anywhere, it loses to inflation. Right. Inflation is a boogeyman that you can't and, if, see. and and kind of in your defense, if you do find a good more rent versus buy more uh, calculator, it does factor in what they call lost opportunity on that deposit on that down payment that you put in the house. Do you think people know the four types of mortgages? Like I bet they don't. The ARM adjustable rate mortgage, right? Mm-hmm. Another type of mortgage. Give me one. A fixed mortgage. Fixed rate mortgage. Very good. Another type of mortgage. An assumable mortgage. Very good. Very good. What's an assumable mortgage? Uh, let's say you buy a house and you get a really good rate, and then rates go up, uh, and then you have a buyer come in and they say, "Well, you know, I don't quite want to go out and get my own loan. Can I have your loan? Can I assume your loan?" Not a lot of loans today are assumable. Um, other other loans are balloon payment mortgages yeah but i i don't i think that you're limiting what kind of loans are really out there there's portfolio loans there's private money loans there's subprime loans then there's government loans or conventional loans there's non-traditional loans uh, there's a lot of loan products out there anyway that's tony mendez you can find him at bayarealonesource.com that's bayarealonesource.com <laughs>
Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Americans are hoarding money in their checking accounts. Cash or something like it is king, right? Enjoying a steady job market, but reluctant to spend freely due to economic uncertainty, a wide swath of Americans have basically started hoarding money in banks. Total bank deposits rose 6.6%. A little Damien, a little omen there, 6.6%. Last year to hit $10.7 trillion, extending steady growth seen in recent years. Um, Deposits measured as a percentage of bank assets are now 77% in the first quarter. That's the highest since 2006. Americans are loving liquidity. And you know what I say when you say Americans love it. I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it. We like having the ability to pull cash when we need it. I love it, I love it, I love it! (laughs) I'm so buying my producer a, a bun cake this year. So, he's on the bunt cake list. Coffee is for winners. He gets coffee. So, uh, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, big seminar coming up today. Can you feel the anticipation? I can. I can't wait till it's over. <laughs> I can't wait to meet you. Dear God, though, please don't shake hands and try to stay three feet away from me. Um, big event today. Uh, sign up at robblackshow.com. It's in Burlingame. It's tied towards wealth preservation retirement planning. Basically, uh, two hours of not only free lunch, but free information tied towards income and retirement. Um, it's really not for repeat users. So if you're a repeat user, you're not going to get a lot out of it. Content doesn't change that much. And you're actually just taking up space and taking away from other people, um, which I do not like. I do not like it. I do. Do not like it. Um, but you can sign up at robblackshow.com. Mortgage rate loans, mortgage loan rates, that's what I'm trying to say. They've turned higher. And you're starting to see a decrease. Applications fell. So mortgage rates are still incredibly low. And as long as they're under 8%, they're a very useful tool. Listen to this nightmare. Talking about nightmares. Are you ready to hear a nightmare? If air travel wasn't stressful enough... Global warming is now eating into air travel. Last month, American Airlines was forced to cancel dozens of flights out of Phoenix when temperatures hit 120 degrees. Holy shnikes, 120 degrees. It's too hot for jets to take off. They don't burst into flames or anything like that. But hot air is less dense than cold air, and the hotter the temperature, the more speed a plane needs to take off. So a runway might not be long enough to allow a plane to achieve necessary extra speed for safe takeoff. That means weight must be dumped or the flight is delayed or canceled. Did you hear last Friday, as in less than a week ago, there was almost two planes in San Francisco missed each other by 150 feet, and it would have been the worst airline disaster of all time. You've got to be kidding me. How is that not a story that's in the news? Great Google and Moogla. Google won a tax case in France avoiding a $1.3 billion bill. I'm stoked when like a, when a waiter or a bartender forgets to add like that third or fourth drink. Who's kidding ourselves? When that waiter or bartender forgets to add the seventh or eighth drink. I'm stoked when I get a free drink. 
Okay, I may not even be getting a, a free drink. I may just for, lose count after four. I just may be blacked out, right? But I'm stoked. <laughs> Google not having to pay $1.3 billion in back taxes, which brings to mind one of the events, things that we're going to be talking about today at the Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning Plus the Bonus Session in Burlingame. You can sign up for it at Rob Black's show. Use the code RADIO25 to get an L Frio. Um, not avoiding taxes, but minimizing taxes or doing what you can to legally avoid taxes. <clears throat> I'm not ever allowed to say don't pay taxes because that's actually a threat to overthrow the government. And that can get me in serious, get ready for a dirty word, doo-doo. You're not allowed to overthrow the government. I know. Um, so pay your taxes, but just try to minimize your taxes legally. Um, one more chance to hear my Mark Zuckerberg impression. <laughs> I'm going to crush you. I'm going to crush you, Snapchat. <laughs> so Snapchat's in peril right now. But one analyst is stepping up and saying Snapchat's all that in a bucket of chicken. And you think if you think they're the same thing as Twitter, you're El Rongo, which is oh, which is Mexican for wrong. Um, I know, I know. I've spent a ton of time in Mexico, and I know the language well. So the stock snap is well under its 16 to $18 IPO, um, and people find that fascinating. Elsewhere out there, the NFL is going to have one fewer TV break. How did you do that so damn fast? Just so listeners know, he doesn't have my script. I don't use a script. I know it's tough to imagine. I don't use a script. The NFL's going to reduce a little bit of ad time. Um, instead of four breaks that are... No, they're, instead of five breaks, they're going to do four breaks that are slightly longer. The change comes after the league reported average TV viewership for the regular season was down from the previous year. I'm telling you, man. Sports may have peaked. Are you with me or are you against me? Because this is a civil war. You need to choose a side. In the communist country of New York, they're offering free college. Citizens hold... $1.3 trillion in student debt. New York has become the first state in the U.S. to offer its residents tuition-free attendance at public four-year schools and universities and community colleges through the Excelsior Scholarship. California state legislatures have thrown in about $1.5 billion for the degrees, not debt scholarships, um, that are going to basically spring action to help struggling students with student debt. Big event coming up. Big event coming up. Uh... You can find out more information at Rob Black Show, at Rob Black Show, today, Burlingame, California, Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning, plus a bonus session. Sign up at robblackshow.com. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Lunch starts at around 11, so get there around 1045 if you can. I'll see you there. All right, all right, all right. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.